You are are now now listening listening to The The Black Black Spark, Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this this crazy crazy world. world. I guarantee that I will spark the the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. Welcome to episode 34. Episode 34. I can't believe it's already October. Yeah. Like You we, can't believe it? We have yeah, been this doing is this. the second episode in October. We've been doing this for almost a year now. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. I like it. I love it. It's fun. How was your week? My week was hectic, full of madness. Oh, well. Crazy people doing crazy stuff. <laughs> and us trying to help them not be as crazy. Yeah. Well, good thing you are equipped with all of the emotional tools. Yes, and, and I was so freaking exhausted. Yo, I went out to do the other thing with our friends to install the sails for our lovely learning pod. Sunshades. Sunshades, sunshades. <laughs> and man, I came home and passed out. <laughs> it's exhausting helping other people, not only being out no, in the sun. It was out in the sun for a minute, and then I had to run to get this, to the store. And then, yo, I look forward to the day when my children are big enough. And I can be like, yo, send them downstairs to help me with these 10 grocery bags. Yes. Or go to Trader Joe's and get such and such and such. Oh, yo, go get this for me. Yeah. Ooh, I am. Is that, that even a thing, y'all? Please, like, tell us. Is, that, <laughs> is it a thing? Do, do y'all still send y'all kids to the store? Like, honestly, Trader Joe's at the corner. And bring it, my it, change. It is the corner store. Can we still do that? Or is that, like, illegal now? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not sending them to the store right now. Well, clearly, they're, they're yeah. too young. But I mean, at yeah. some point, I mean, do people actually do still you send do your that? kids to the store? Walking. Who Not, has old enough children and do you send them to the and store? And what's old enough to walk to the store? Yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah, so so your how, week was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still exhausted. I won't go back to sleep. How was your day? A week. Sorry. How was your week, huh? My week was my week was pretty good, but the highlight of the week was our article. We oh, got featured right. in an article here in that's LA. Right. Shout out to Nikki Ace, the author of The 400 Year Head Start, yes. who was our first interviewee. We yeah. did an um, Instagram live interview with her months ago when she first released the book, The 400 Year Head Start. Which is dope. Pick it up. Which is amazing. For ages, I believe it's 11, 12, 12 and up. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. But yeah, she nominated us to be in this local magazine Voyage LA. Voyage LA. So that was so nice getting all the love and people saying, oh my gosh, congratulations. Look how nice. It was yeah, so it was yeah. wonderful. So that was the best part. Of so it. we got all kinds of different calls from family and friends right now, connecting mm-hmm. with people. It's been great. Yeah. What y'all need to do is follow us on Instagram Please. at the Black Spark Podcast. Please. Yes. <laughs> oh, and we also watched last night the 40 year old version. Yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, y'all check it out on Netflix. It's hilarious. Those lyrics about um, poverty <laughs> porn. Yes. If, if I, I want to get, get on. Gotta, is... write, gotta write me some poverty porn. Love it. Love it. Hilarious. And yo, it's so funny. Nia had to leave the room twice. <laughs> I can't it's so do, awkward. I can't do she awkward had, embarrassment. She got when people get full on occasions and got up and walked away, her friend is like, yo, where you going? Where you going? I was like, she can't handle it. I can't handle other people doing embarrassing things. <laughs> I just, I can't watch. But it was, I mean, it you was pick, very... You should pick it up. Support the sis. Yeah. Netflix. 40 year old version. I was like, yo, what do we pay for this? She was like, it's free. I was like, no, they deserve our money. She deserves our money. Yo, let's get <laughs> We pay her every month. You know what I mean? Oh, on Netflix. Come on, man. Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn kids. All right, so 
The other day, actually, almost every day, is a, <laughs> is a concert in this house for Little Miss Sanai. She has decided that she is a rock star, mm-hmm. and so she goes around the place just using one of those um, wooden the stick, or the, or, wooden or the little stick, stick instruments, mm-hmm. and she just uses it as a microphone. And so here is Sanai, the rock star. So she let her sing. I heard she loves to sing <laughs> in the microphone. <laughs> yeah, she's crazy. So I die recorded that on his phone without her knowing for I don't know however many minutes. Just she. <laughs> yeah, we gotta catch her on video. We do because she oh stomp around the place oh, and, and she and does posing and stopping and posing and pointing to you. <laughs> I love singing about me and you. <laughs> Hilarious! Yeah, she reminds me of Eddie Murphy, um, and like I don't know if it was delirious or raw. Yeah. Oh my god! Gonna get in hot tub when he was talking about. Um, and I G.I. Joe was swimming underwater, <laughs> and then the big brown shark came. <laughs> oh my god! You know, because she sings, she makes up her own song, but she also sings every time she's in the bathroom. Washing toilet, her hands. Yep. Washing her hands. It's 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 hilarious. hilarious. So that was that was my favorite part for her this week. She's amazing. I love her concerts. So for me, I, a few days ago, I was over there cutting up um, fruit for the oatmeal breakfast, the gourmet service that I be giving these children <laughs> on occasion. And I was thinking about work, and it just got to me. And I, I didn't explode, but I was like, oh, too many incidents right? <laughs> <laughs> to myself. I'm talking in my robe while these children wait for breakfast. Tatum goes, um, Poppy, why do you say that? What? Why do you say too many incidents? I said, well, Tatum, we have some people um, who I work with. Who are not being nice to each other. They're having difficulty in life. They're, you know, too too much stress. They're not being nice to each other. And some of them are working too much and not getting enough sleep. And she goes, oh, you're one of those guys. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at her with, like, you know, a look of confirmation. Like, "Mm, good point. Mm Because by that time I had gotten over here with with her strawberries to put in her oatmeal. And I looked at her with a funny face. Just giving a confirmation. And she goes, yeah, you're pretty much one of those guys. <laughs> one of those work too hard guys. <laughs> like in a funny voice with a funny face. You gave me. I, I was like, you it. are so smart, you little seven-year-old. I Thank love you. it. Thank you. Thank you, Tatum. You are correct. You get you get back on the DDK list. <laughs> yeah, she hardly ever gets she on the DDK. Yeah, she don't be on the MM kids. Another thing for for Tatum, I heard, well, actually in her class, in her second grade class this week, she was learning about the government and voting and, you know, why is it important to choose leaders and all that kind of stuff. And from what I hear, Di, you told me that she said that she would vote for me. Yes. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. <laughs> we were we were talking about um como porque es importante que votar. Mm-hmm. Yes, because... leaders, right? <laughs> and um, she was like, those leaders. I was like, leaders, you know, like Donald Trump. <laughs> and she's like, oh. So we're talking about voting. And I was I was explaining to her. She's like, well, well I was trying to get her to say, why is it important? Mm-hmm. I said, okay, if you had to vote, right? Mm-hmm. Would you rather, would you would you vote for mama? Or would you vote for Donald Trump? She goes, mama. <laughs> I said, why? She goes, because she loves me and takes care of me. Okay. And then Donald <laughs> Trump, he's mean. <laughs> exactly. So I would vote for mama. 
exactly. Speaking of that, hold on. I, since, since we're here, I just posted on my story on IG. I had somebody. Let me find out. Who, okay, from the Grio. This is people asking black people. <laughs> what would it take for you to vote for Trump? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and it's just like twenty different what people just. What would it take just... for you to vote for Trump? <laughs> just, just, that's a great. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny, but it's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. That's the answer. answer. Like, why would anybody ask a black person that? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm I'm so excited that we got a good Tatum's version of them damn kids. Mm It's time for Ask Kadai, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to itstheblackspark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at theblacksparkpodcast. ¿Tienes preguntas para mí? <laughs> yes, I have questions for you, for oh. those who don't understand Spanish. Oh, sorry, y'all. Y'all gotta get bilingual in this joint. <laughs> so, one of the things that I have heard from many women is that I wasn't it wasn't me definitely definitely wasn't you is that after they have children their husbands or significant others usually male significant others feel like like they get somewhat jealous of the child because the 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 woman is giving so much more of her attention to the child than I guess she was to than she mm-hmm. used to give to him. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that phenomenon, number one? And then what would be your advice to to those men? Oh, damn. <clears throat> yes, I think it is true. It's also like some people have a different kind of relationship where they're just so used to being on top of each other all the time. So it's going to be all kinds of things that you possibly weren't dealing with before that now become exacerbated because this new life is in the space. Force you to renegotiate. I think that my advice would be to figure out ways to be involved in, not to try to get in the middle. This too shall pass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And don't try to get in the middle. But if you flip it on the script, like, yo, this is a human being who you chose to bring this human being into the world. Mm-hmm. Let them do their thing. You chose her for a reason. Let them have their space because you want that seed to grow properly, right? When, you ha- when you're watching them do their their intimacy thing and bonding like that is the future that's your future right there so sit back and watch relax enjoy and if you can't get some sleep on that shit man <laughs> get some sleep on that yeah but she didn't make my sandwich and she didn't no, pa- well she you know didn't. how i feel about that i'm like bro make your sandwich bro wash your own dishes bro do your own laundry like that whole service like i, I get the different forms of love and some, and some houses are like that, you know, yeah. when when a woman is, you know, maybe doesn't have children, maybe she's able to cook and clean and be more of a homemaker. Yeah, which is beautiful. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when children come, I mean, a newborn is up every like hour and a half. Oh, my God. Taking up all the stuff. So, like, <laughs> here's the thing, like all that time she's spending with her. If you want to feel jealous, go wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> like if you want if you really want something to do. <laughs> go do something else because there's plenty of stuff to do around the house and if you free her up from those tasks then she'll have more then when she time. done with that baby mm-hmm. that's all you fam <laughs> suckle 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 ew gross <laughs> <laughs> nurturing it's nurturing baby oh my god I guess I guess <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I I always, as a woman, I'm like, how oh, that's so selfish. Like, this is an innocent, can't do anything for itself mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. And you are concerned about what we used to have. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, it's also, this too shall pass, like I was saying. Like, it's yeah. not going to last that long, except when you... When you got those people who still got their kid in the bed. At, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you definitely y'all need, need to negotiate and be, yes. and be up, on the up and up about that. Like, I are, need my space. We need our intimacy space. There are some women who will keep, <laughs> like, the baby is a crutch. Now I have this kid and I don't actually have to worry and do anything about you yeah. or for this relationship Just, anymore. So you definitely have to renegotiate. Okay, the baby's here. This is, you know, this is what our relationship looks like now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is where, you know, the baby fits in now. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Black Spark Speaks. Oh shit. That's simple science. Dropping knowledge. Life hacks and shit. Real quick, I don't want to take up too much time. This week I will say we are months and months and months into this um, pandemic, like Nia says. Yo, it's almost January, fam. <laughs> it really is. It's almost January. I saw something online talking about how next uh, January one, if you get to see your friends in person, you're gonna be like, "Yo, I see. Um, I ain't seen you in a year." And this time, it's actually gonna be true. That's just usually funny. <laughs> now, you usually be like, "I see you next year." Nah, not as well. Like, I ain't seen you in a year. Oh. <laughs> Yo, I ain't I seen this last year, man. I know people would be saying that, like, when they leave on break before. Um, I'll see you next year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, if I had known, I would have said that to some people. But this time, like, yo, I ain't seen you since last year, fam. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> one, of the, one of the memes that I saw was like, <laughs> if I would have known that the last time I said A <laughs> was going to be the last time that I said A, I would have A'd even harder. <laughs> like, I would have really leaned into that A. Hey, like I would have really did it. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. You put a soul clap on him. Uh, amazing. Yo, so we've been doing a meditation thing off and on. I will say this. Incorporate new things into whatever it is that you're using for your wellness practices. Uh, we've been home for a while and it may some of your practices may or may not have um started to show uh, decreased or diminished returns. And so what I've been doing, I've been incorporating some mudras, some hand positioning into mm-hmm. my meditations. Mm-hmm. You could just Google it. There's tons of images. You can watch a few YouTube videos on how yogis use it, except for the super secret stuff. They're not going to put that on YouTube. <laughs> but yes, your, 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 your nervous system, your nervous system behaves different ways depending on the positioning of your body and your hands. I simply encourage people to look into a little deeper, if not a lot deeper, into whatever next levels of self-care you can engage in because this next level of pandemic is here. Like yeah, we talking second about not wave, opening third up, we're wave. talking about third and fourth wave. Ooh, we get close to this vaccine situation. And so you're going to want to empower yourself in your space, in your circle. Yep. Okay. Get with it. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. Ratchet random. It's Nia's need to know. Yes, my turn. Yo, yo, yo. Frozen yogurt. Yo, yo. <laughs> Y'all yo, really gotta watch the forty-year-old version. <laughs> yo, you got something you wanna say to them? Yes. <laughs> what you think they need to know? So, George Floyd's killer is out on bail. He was able to post bail. How much was it? Wasn't it, it was a million? million. It was a million dollars, and it didn't have to be. It didn't even have to be cash. He put up other stuff, mm, and now collateral. Okay. He's out, so you know, there's that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
apparently on our California ballots, Kanye West is a VP candidate under another (laughs) presidential candidate. There is no birthday party listed, which would be his party. I didn't know that you could run for both president and vice president at the same time. And so that's a bunch of craziness. But what I want to say about that is that Kanye West posted on Twitter a write in that I guess I guess a picture of a ballot with someone had written in his name as, you know, their vote for president. And he was like, Oh yeah, my friends supporting me. And you know what? I don't want to go down the path of vote shaming people because people get really pissed off. Oh, I can vote for whoever I want, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I'm not vote shaming you for voting for Kanye West. Mm -mm. I'm vote shaming you (laughs) (laughs) for voting for absolutely nothing. Like, what is... Yeah, that's a waste of your vote. Why would you do that? No, I'm not even calling it a waste of your vote. Do what you want to do. I'm saying, can you please explain to me what Kanye West um, platform, platform <laughs> policies. What does he stand for? When has he expressed it to the American people? When has he actually asked, True. solicited, you know, campaigned for your vote? Has he met with anybody or just given a campaign speech to tell us what yeah, he what was doing and what on? he's talking about? Has he ever suggested, hey, vote for me, you know, so that we can do X, Y, and Z? No. So to, to say that to say that the Republicans ain't shit and the Democrats ain't shit, which is actually true to varying degrees since both of them are shit actually <laughs> i'm just gonna vote for this other turd over here who actually doesn't have anything for you like nothing nothing like mm. he doesn't use to say anything about what he's gonna do i don't know what his plans are there are no plans that's wild he, he's running for both president and vice president depending on which state he's in like uh, i don't even understand yeah 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 so that's so that's i'm like so like Lovey says, what did she say? I am judging you. I am judging you for mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Save a little space for it. judgment on the plate. Yes. So there were over a thousand COVID cases at San Diego State University, even though they only allowed 10% of their students back on campus. Damn. I don't know how many different ways coronavirus have to say, sit y'all ass down. Sit your ass down. Like how many other ways can it say it? Like everywhere y'all go, I'm here. Get your gas in the goddamn house before I beat your motherfucking ass. (laughs) That's what that says. Okay. Tory Lanez finally charged with assault for a felony assault for shooting uh, Megan Thee Stallion. And so he, you know, posted on Twitter a a charge is not um, a conviction. Motherfucker, we know. Okay. Next. But there's like video <laughs> of her hobbling from the car. Like, oh, what are you talking there? about? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, what are you talking about? Witnesses and stuff. Anyway, I'm very happy that he's been charged. I am also prepared for the complete fuckery of toxic masculinity coming on the scene and being like, see, how you gonna put another black man in jail? See, you ain't for us, blah, blah, blah. Mm, yeah, you know, no, he shot, he shot me in the foot. He shot me in the foot, baby. Shot me in the foot. So he, that's that's the yeah. whole reason, what, that's what jail is here for. Like, I don't even understand. You need a few seats. <laughs> several. Yeah, several. 
So also, Lindsey Graham had the question at a had this question at a town hall kind of a thing because you know he's he's up for re-election, and um, if you're in South Carolina, definitely vote for Jamie Harrison, the awesome black guy who went to Yale, <laughs> because Lindsey Graham was asked, "How will you address civil unrest in South Carolina?" And part of his answer to that was, "Well, if you're a young African American immigrant, you can go anywhere in this state." You just need to be conservative and not liberal. The fuck? <laughs> he said it. Uh, I, no, I believe it. Like, who says that? You can, do, you can go wherever you want as long as you agree with me. Yes. And then I saw someone put this little, I'm going to I'm gonna put this on our mm-hmm. IG. Negroes beware. Do not attend communist meetings. Paid organizers for the communists are only trying to get Negroes in trouble. Alabama is a good place for good Negroes to live in, but it's a bad place for Negroes who believe in social equality. The Ku Klux Klan is watching you. Take heed. Tell the communist leaders to leave. Report all communist meetings to the Ku Klux Klan, Ku Klux Klan and then they give the address in the Birmingham office. So that's, that's the same exact thing. You are cool. You're a good Negro and you Be can stay Negro. here and, you know, live with us so long as you, you know, don't Do ask for, you. Ask for don't things like... don't complain about my boot on your neck. Yeah, don't ask for things like social equality so yeah. long as you're a... Don't a, try to be a full human being right no, now. No, so long no. as you're a conservative and stay not your, liberal. Stay in your lane. Good. Subhuman. Get out of here, y'all. Last but not least, the conspiracy theorists on Twitter were going insane because the FBI director said that he was going to be doing a <laughs> press conference. <laughs> so they spent hours the night before after making the announcement that he was just going to have a press conference dragging Christopher Ray saying oh he's part of the deep state he's in the swamp whatever he says is just going to be full of lies and blah 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 the next day the man came out talking about they arrested four um four Islamic terrorists who had killed and who had tortured and killed Americans. So all that conspiracy theory about what he was going to do and what he was going to say, and it will all be lies and it will all be about Trump and he's part of like all that went to shit Mm -hmm. because he wasn't talking about that. Mm -hmm. See, you know, hit dogs holla. So, you know, your man is fucked up when you scared. Yeah. (laughs) Just off the announcement all night. And then the next day, the FBI came out and arrested, I think 13 13 militia members who had plotted and planned to kidnap the governor of Michigan. They were talking on encrypted messages. They had a hideout in a, in a, in a, what are them things called? Seller? Yeah, like a hatch to mm-hmm. like a hatch to sell. They had bought weapons. They had created a test bomb and tested it. They had stalked her and figured out where her home was and where her vacation home was, was they were planning on kidnapping her and bringing her to trial in their own government trial because they feel like the U.S., they don't have to listen to U.S. government for anything. And then they had they had contingency plans on how to kill the police for when the police came after them to save the governor. That sounds like um, designated survivor. Yeah, kind (laughs) of. So. All this conspiracy BS about what the FBI ain't doing. And I am not naive. Yes, FBI, CIA, COINTELPRO, all that kind of stuff. I get that. Mm -hmm. But there's also a reason why we have Mm -hmm. (laughs) these agencies. For your ass. Everything everything is good and bad. There's nothing that's all good and nothing that's all bad. So when the FBI and the police fuck up, that's we gonna say they fucked up. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as many times as they fucked up, mm-hmm. we gonna say they we fucked up. We should say something. Yeah. <laughs> but when they get something right, yeah, 
Like clap it up, yo. They just foiled this plot for these militia members. Of course, all white. Of course, mostly Trump supporters. But you know what Trump had to say? Or actually, the attorney general of Michigan or whoever was like, yeah, well, you know, yeah, that was wrong. But, you know, maybe they were just trying to make a felony citizen's arrest. With guns and trial? And bombs? And bombs? What you talking about, yo? And Trump is like, yeah, well, she should have just listened to me and this wouldn't have happened. Like, like, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he pretty much blamed her. Animal, animal. For, for them coming after her. And then somebody on Twitter was like, pretty much everything in Michigan is open. Like, so him saying liberate Michigan and open up your state and blah, 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 blah. They're like, everything is open. So these people so just- So what you complaining about? What are you complaining about? You're really problem? just complaining about wearing a mask when you have to go into a store. Like, it's really that simple. So I want to say we have to vote because clearly this is out of control. When you have a governor being plotted against to be kidnapped and the actual federal government doesn't, stand up and do anything about it i mean the fbi did but that wasn't under trump's direction that wasn't directed from um, attorney general Barr. like they were not a part of this at all mm. and they haven't said anything about what they want to do with these yeah they might have been stopped if they, if they did say something so when you have this stuff going on we are well past the need for change <laughs> yeah. and right now the only option for that change is Joe Biden, so please let's vote. And just when you thought it was over. All right, so we have a special guest. We want to welcome our resident political correspondent, Dwayne Mason. <laughs> Brooklyn in the house. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning, wherever you Yes. Nice to hear from you guys. Yeah, man. So we wanted to talk to our wonderful political correspondent about the importance of... The importance of voting. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the importance of that, 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 and then we got a few topics to hit you yes. with. Yes. So first we'll do absolutely. Yeah, the importance of voting. So what's your take on this whole Trump, Pence, Biden, Harris, Kanye West? The whole situ- oh, why situation. you gotta drop the yay in there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate yay for a lot of a lot of great songs and great music. He needs he needs to talk to somebody. He needs and that's something important. Actually, he does. He needs to. Absolutely. He Sometimes he says things and you're just like, where's that coming from? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. But I still love him, but just need to talk to somebody. So when you talk about voting, you talk about Trump and Biden and Pence and, and what's going on now, you have to put all of that kind of into a continuum. The efforts that are being undertaken now to take away or undermine your right to vote are not new. Claiming there's going to be massive voter fraud or that the ballots are faulty, or that they're gonna the election. That isn't new. That's basically a continuation of things that have been going on involving voting and minority groups, Blacks in particular, that have been going on basically since the founding of the country. It's just, this is the most modern incarnation of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm an attorney, so one of the things that I'm aware of that maybe most people aren't, is we say, well, the change to voting, there was some, a Supreme Court decision that basically took away supervision through the Voting Rights Act of, of states' ability to change voting laws, okay? And that's very, very near, it's a 2013 decision. And obviously during the Obama administration, it really didn't manifest itself as strongly as it's been doing since about 2016. Mm-hmm. So some of this is evidenced by what you see, like for example, going on in Texas, where the governor of Texas has said that every county in Texas can only have one place to drop off your vote. Which, if your county has a couple of thousand people, not a big deal. If you're in a district like what 
contains Houston, it's 4.7 million people. And it's one place to drop off your vote. The intention there and the design is to discourage you from voting, to prevent you from exercising your right. And let me be clear, voting is a right. It is not a privilege. It is a right that you exercise every year, every election, make it a pilgrimage, make it a job, make it a duty, whatever you want to, whether you vote early, whether you vote by mail, whether you vote absentee, whether you vote in person, make it your job every year to do that. Because there are people and there are entities that would love for you not to vote. Hold on. I think you need to talk about, because I know for me, my, my mom, I don't even know if my father voted, to be honest, but my mom, she was a loyal and, you know, religious voter, but only every four years. And I think particularly for our generation, but mainly for people who are younger than us to understand what all we can vote for. Like mm, people don't understand is yeah. not, we don't just vote for the oh, mayor and the governor and the senators and the president, like all the other things that we can vote for happen every year. <laughs> and, and me and Di have had a lot of these conversations about the difficulty of becoming educated when there's so much noise. There's so many things that are distracting you. It's, it's, it can be it can be unless you make a real effort, it can be very difficult to get that information you need to vote in your local election. And just like you said, there's always important things that you don't even know will directly impact you that could be on that local ballot. Um, I know in your state, for example, California, that's how you have legalized marijuana. Your state, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, that's how those states got legalized marijuana. It wasn't necessarily legislative action. It was initiated through ballot initiatives. And so a lot of times, Florida, for example, to get or to restore the voting rights to all those people who have been disenfranchised, who had a record, that was in an off year, in a non-presidential election year. So it's very important to, to, to take advantage of whatever resources are available to you in your state. You know, go to vote.org, find out what the local issues are in your district, in your state that may be on that ballot. I just have to say that in California, I know we are um, permanent mail-in voters mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So we always get our ballots mailed to us for every single election. And what's awesome about it, I don't know if this happens in other states, but for every like proposition or ballot initiative, they mm. tell us what the pros and the cons are right on your ballot in a summary, yeah. <laughs> in a summary of like, Here's what the pros are. Here's what the cons are. And if you it's want like, more information, of course, you can go and research it yourself. But it gives you a good gist of it. It doesn't just give you the title. Okay, this is this, you know, I this think is that's, Prop 22. I think that's, that's post 209 um, because people, there was like voting yes versus no. And some people were thinking yes means a good thing for me. But yes actually means take these rights away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they, I think that happened post that experience. So I know for California, for people, I definitely tell everybody, listen, become a permanent um, vote by mail voter. That way you don't miss an election. You don't miss, you know, that it's time to vote for, I don't know, your district judge or, yeah. you know, your state senator or whatever it is, because it's, it's right there every time you get something. But you're saying vote.org is where we can go? Absolutely. Okay, nice. You can find out your, your registration status. You can register to vote. You can find out where your early voting location is. You can find out where your polling site is. Don't mail your ballot if you can avoid it. If you can drop it off into a polling place or box or whatever, find out where that is and drop it off there. Because, you know, I'm afraid that we are going to see incredibly large amounts of alleged voter fraud, mm-hmm. voter intimidation, um, to a scale we haven't seen mm-hmm. 
at least in our lifetime, certainly not in our lifetime. I mean, large scale voter intimidation is going to happen. What are you thinking about these these crazy militia people, you know, and Trump saying definitely, you know, be poll watchers, stand and watch and make sure everything is going right? Like, what do you think about that? With his limitations, for example, you know, you can't just roll into the polling spike. Let's say it's a school gymnasium. You can't just roll in a gym and stand on the side and watch the vote. You can't do that. That's not legally permitted. But if people determine and believe that they can, they're going to show up and it's going to be a problem. And what's going to end up happening is polling spots will be closed. You know, there'll be an altercation, there'll be an incident, they'll say, okay, we're going to shut this spot down because, you know, these people are showing them. And all those people in the area that plan to vote there that day are not going to be able to do it. And they're not going to know where to go. They're not going to want to drive to their county. You know, it's going to be a mess. And, you know, if it's the wrong state and the wrong district, that's a real problem. You know, if it's Pennsylvania, if it's Florida, if it's Ohio, Nevada, Maine, any of those states, it could be a real problem real significant serious problem okay so i and adai and maybe adai still (laughs) was definitely like voting doesn't matter they always choose who it's gonna be and like it's not gonna make a difference and blah 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 and at this point i am i've said it on the podcast at least twice by now if it doesn't matter then it doesn't matter and there's no skin off your back. You just vote and if it doesn't matter, then it won't matter. But if you vote and it does matter, then it matters. So you should just do it mm-hmm. <laughs> and hope for the best. And that's what that's what I, I still philosophically have that saying mistrust yeah. for this entire system mm-hmm. and I think it might not matter, but I'm still going to vote. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's the, what's, how's it hurting? Especially if you can go and drop it off early, especially if you don't have to stand in line for eight hours, just go drop it off early and just say, Hey, I did it. Hopefully it matters. Hopefully it matters. Boom. But how, how are you going to complain about the situation that we're in? And this is what you can do as this is is one of the things you can do. do. Yeah. So do this and do all the other things, the other things that your ass ain't doing, (laughs) do the things that you think need to be done. Yeah. All the activism Mm -hmm. and and the lobbying and things like that. Mm -hmm. I felt the same way. I live in a blue state. I live in a blue state. I tend to lean left. I tend to vote blue. And so, yeah, my vote won in a stream in my state and probably in your state and in several other states. But it's, I, I feel like, I feel like as a citizen, it's part of, it, it's a duty you have to undertake. It's part of all the things you have to do. I agree with you sometimes. And look, for us, it frequently, and I even sometimes frequently feels like the system works against you because the system wasn't designed for us. Mm-hmm. It wasn't designed for us to exist and live and prosper and succeed. It wasn't, mm-hmm. but we can break it and, and build it better for us or build it to work for everybody, us included. And that is voting. Now, part, it's only part of it. It's even a, small, a state like mine, a state like yours. It's a small part, but it's a part. Jury duty, you know, participating in your community meetings, going to your police department when they have community affairs, they have problems in your community. You know, those are all parts of things you can do as a citizen to reform society to more better fit and reflect you. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's, it's an important part of all these things you have to do. I went through the same thing. I, I didn't vote for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I have, I've always had very strong political opinions. I've kept them to myself because I didn't really see a benefit in sharing them. Mm. Um, but there's a benefit at this point. You know, I, I feel like I have to speak. I can't not. I can no longer not speak. I feel like anything that's not Trump is an improvement. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like if it's not cancer, like if you have cancer and then you just take the cancer away without even healing anything, just take it out. Just take it that's out. an improvement. That's an improvement. <laughs> okay, true. we can worry about the stitches and everything later. Mm. So, um, the thing with 
current administration presidency is that this is this goes bad. This goes very bad for all of us, really. If you're not outside of the fence, this goes very bad very quickly for all of us. Um, if we have to go through four more years of this, oh yeah, my state, my state, we're being targeted. We're being told you are not getting money. You're going to go broke. I don't care about your. I don't. You're a blue state. I don't care about you or your people or your citizens because you are not one of my states. Forget about the United States. You aren't one of my states, so I don't care. So you know that's first. First of all, something the damage to my state could be tremendous. Um, and then you also have the state have a budget shortfall, and the word is there's no money coming, there's no help. And so you're talking about tremendous cuts in services, um, you know, cuts to, to 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 Medicaid, cuts to health insurance, cuts to food programs, cuts to SNAP, cuts to WIC, in our state, in particular, I said because we need federal dollars to offset huge budget shortfall. We can't expect that money to come if we get another four years of the Trump administration because he's kind of made it clear he does not care about us. And so you go off, you kind of go off the edge where you say, okay, our states lose funding. Generally, we have a government that doesn't really function. You know, I'm not talking about government that policy-wise, you know, pro-life and whatever. But in my government down on a functional level doesn't function. Doesn't do anything. It's been gutted. Yeah, it doesn't do anything anymore. Basic things like, the, yeah, I'm talking about basic things that used to work. The post office, the just mail. like the post office, just like the basic mail. stuff. The mail, okay. And what do you think about these fools who feel like, well, you know, we don't need, we don't need big government, you know, in our business. We can handle this ourselves. Like, but they're taking handouts. But I don't understand. Right. I don't understand. Like your roads, your like you're saying the mail, unemployment. Your mama's on. Your mama's on Medicare. <laughs> Medicare. Mm-hmm. What you want to do about that? <laughs> and your sister's on welfare. Like these are government services, but for whatever reason, they don't see themselves when they say this. They see us. They see black and brown people. They don't see themselves when they say, oh, we don't need big government. We can cut welfare. Like, you are the primary beneficiary. People take this idea of libertarianism and small government so far that, that they're stuck their nose despite their face. They're not aware of, the, of what is government versus what is not government and what you're getting but not getting. They don't understand that the taxes you pay and the government that you vote for pave the roads. Mm-hmm. They, they fans and back the, the, the utilities that bring electricity to your house. <laughs> you know, when when they build your house, they, they, they have a building code that makes sure your house is safe and doesn't fall on your head. You know, they make sure your water is clean, that you have water. These are they like, I don't want government house, but government's kind of already there. So what are your thoughts on, on Biden? Because um, I think it was W. Kamau Bell was like, or was it anyway some some awesome black commentator was like you know biden is not the new fresh you know um tesla or or ferrari biden is the spare tire you're on the road you're driving you you know you hit a pothole and you need a new tire you you know you might want a new car your car might have been rickety and you might want a brand new car but he's not the new car He's he's not about to change all the things he is the spare tire we need him to get us to the mechanic <laughs> like we can't <laughs> expect him to change and revamp and 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 um progress the progressive vision um that you know the squad and whoever else is pushing yeah. is pushing but we do need you know you don't just j- jump from trump to aoc like that the pendulum never is going to swing 
that As much far. as my idealistic views would love to see that. Right. I mean, I was for Elizabeth Warren. I'm still, that's my girl. E-dub. Shout out. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, go ahead. Uh, two things. One, I, I, I think what they have been subjected to is messed up. Just in every way. Mm-hmm. They've been castigated, attacked. They've been called names. They've been threatened. Um, they've been treated about as bad as I've ever seen any politician treated. They're black women. We are the most disrespected creature. Yeah. Only reason why it was as bad as it was is because there are four minority women. And it's like, if you wanted to get together a crew to hate, you have a Hispanic woman from New York. She black. A Muslim woman from Somalia. She black. You're talking about four people that just like, oh, well, everyone can get together yeah. and, and hate these people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think the only reason they got that kind of term is because they're women. But moving on to, 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 to Vice yeah. President Biden. Biden is the rebound relationship you need before you find the person you're supposed to be with. Um, you got to go through that. You got to get an idea of what you really want, but you got to get some stability, someone that's going to be there um, they're going to answer the phone. They're going to show up. They're going to be on time, all that kind of stuff. And it may take you a couple of years to be like, I don't think this is for me. But, you know, you guys will still be friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, if Biden could get the mail to work, <laughs> oh, God. if he can get the Corona, if he can get people to follow, you know, to implement and follow coronavirus lockdown orders so that we can get the virus under control. We're back up to more than 50,000 cases a day. Like, there are some countries that don't have 50,000 cases, period. Like, we're down to, we're up to 50,000, over 50,000 cases a day. Like, if he can just do those two things and then, and then re, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Restaff the government. The government that. has been gutted. Just like restaff. <laughs> if he could just staff the place, put the mail back. And get the coronavirus down. Like, that's a freaking success for me. That's, that's, that's all I need right now. My, one of my concerns about this election, right, is that the damage that has been done is probably repairable. It'll take some time. But another four years, it probably is permanent. Four more years of this kind of divisive, non-functional government. And instigating racial violence, like not just the non-functioning government, but Mm -hmm. actually instigating and and calling for racially motivated violence. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able, you're not going to be able to put those pieces back together. So for the last question, I'll just ask, what are your thoughts on Kamala Harris? (laughs) I know just as, just a short, easy, simple question. (laughs) It's not a short, easy question. It's not. I like her a lot. Um, I think she's an excellent politician. I think she's obviously very smart, brilliant, talented, and all those things. I also think that she made some things in the course of her career that were either A, necessary to advance her career to the point that she's at now, or were a part of her job that were not the most pleasant things. I, I don't want to hold that against her, but part of me has some difficulty with her record as a DA, as an attorney general, um, some of the impacts you've had on black and brown people in your state of California um, have not been the best. There is an issue when you're a minority in a certain kind of job and you have to, you have to do that job, whatever that job is. And you, you, you have an internal struggle. As an attorney, I have to struggle. You have an internal struggle of, I have a job to do and I have to do it at a certain level. 
I cannot show preference in doing my job. Um, and sometimes you feel like I have to go the extra mile to make sure everyone knows I'm not showing preference. They fit it's about police officers, black police officers, that sometimes they feel like they have to go over the top when dealing with minority suspects to show that their, their colleagues that you know I'm doing my job. I can't go easy on you because you're black or because you're brown and I'm brown or because you're black and I'm black, I can't. So you know those things in her past were difficult. It's one of the reasons why I would not support her as a presidential candidate. You know, I was leaning more Bernie's direction, Elizabeth Warren's direction. Um, I would not trust her because that record really bothered me. Um, now, you know, as a vice president, presidential candidate, I, I think she's exactly what you want from a VP candidate. She, 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 she'll go out there and because of her nature, because of her job, because she's a prosecutor, she'll go out there and she will be aggressive and she will, you know, get in people's faces and, and she'll do that. She'll just get all over. And that's what you want from your VP candidate. That's what you want them to do. That's their job. To go out there and attack and attack and attack. That's what you have. I guess I, I want to end on, you're not voting for a savior. Like no. we're, we're not voting for Jesus, Buddha, Krishna. Like we're not voting for a savior. Every human is fallible. Every human has the good things that they did and the bad things that they've done. Every, every human has the lies that they've told and the, and the people that they cut off in the road and, you know, <laughs> gave the finger to and beat up and what everybody has the things that they did that you can bring up and dangle and say, see what kind of person you are, blah, blah, blah. You're not voting for a savior. Yeah. You know, you're voting for a person that you feel like can lead you a little further along the path to justice and to equality and and you just need to pick who you think is going to be better at doing that i'll, I'll also add um those saviors were all persecuted as well <laughs> <laughs> there's that, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> and yeah. every, and everybody has opinions there, people yeah. are, people are gonna judge you either way you go you gonna yep. everybody has opinions so it's it's never gonna you're never gonna be as appreciated as you probably should be you know for people who are not in your position no one can judge your position they're not in your position so but anyway mm -hmm. we will definitely need to have you back probably. Yeah, so i think we're gonna we're definitely gonna do another episode with my cousin who's an activist out in birmingham she's been doing activism out there for a number of years now mm -hmm. so we're gonna get that side we're gonna get that side of the why we should vote and all the other things that you should be doing <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that on a i think in about two episodes but Thank you for coming on, our resident political correspondent, yeah, Dwayne yeah, yeah. Mason. <laughs> Thank you for the invite. I appreciate I appreciate you guys. I appreciate what you're doing. And we'll see you again soon. Spark it up. Spark it up, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening.